0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: warrior Dave Cole, and I think, no, I know you should listen to the Squared Circle Cafe.
2: And how you doing, everyone? Welcome to the Squared Circle Cafe. I am your hostess Daria. Come on in, sit spell. Have a nice cup of ice, Joe, on this warm, very warm summer evening. It is August 2nd, 2017. Seems like the year's flying by, isn't it? And we're back on a Wednesday schedule, so be sure to join us here tonight as you watch either NXT or Lucha Underground, whichever you decide to watch, or both, if you have one on a device and one on TV, who's to say nowadays, so, um, tonight we'll be welcoming a very special guest calling in, we will have royalty calling in, we will be having King Leon VI, it's been a while since his, I think the last royal guy we had on the show was um, Jai Amasis. So I think that was the last royalty, because he was, well, the, yeah, the pharaoh of funk, and we all know a pharaoh's king, <laughs> but um, can't wait to get that, so call in right now, live from 508, here she is, here's Beth, everybody.
3: Hey, everybody.
2: Hey, how you doing?
3: I'm doing all right.
2: So, have you spoken with the king? Will he be joining us this evening?
3: Um, Yes, he will. I actually have a scroll that was delivered about 15 minutes ago by Royal Courier that has a note on the outside that says, I am not to open it and read it until it is time for the king to be on the show, and I am to read this scroll out loud. So... I don't know oh, what boy. this is all about. Apparently, he's already flexing that royal muscle of his. Huh.
2: Well, do you know what area code he's calling in from? So that way I know what number to look for.
3: Um, I believe at the moment it is going to be an area code from Massachusetts.
2: Okay, that's all I need. I know all of them, so.
3: All right. Well, let's get to it, shall I, I, I believe Jason is joining he us he may soon. have to be somewhere in this area, since I don't know if he has service that would enable him to reach the show from Beheadia.
2: Beheadia?
3: That's the name of his kingdom. Beheadia. Yeah, You realize, of course, if you say it really fast, it sounds like something else. I only know uh, I only know the information I'm given by his majesty Yeah, boy well,
2: are we going to have to refer to him as that is that one of his requirements when you spoke to him at RWA um, or house of bricks I should say
3: I was actually told Barbara go away from me you annoying woman you are vile and a peasant And so I just kind of said, okay, I'll have my people contact your people.
2: Ah, I see.
3: Okay. How was House of Bricks, by the way? Um, Good show. I was actually busy helping out with some things in the back, so I didn't see many of the matches. But I did get to see uh, King Leon get his royal booty handed to him by one Teddy Goods. Very nice, and in fact, uh, speaking of Teddy Goods,
2: he was on the Roadshow this morning, ah. um, discussing the upcoming show that's happening at McCoy Stadium this Saturday, um, Wrestling Under the Stars, promoted by Big Time Wrestling, so get a chance to get more information about that, and check out the clip on the Roadshow website. All right, I thought that was now, Friday the 4th, actually. Was it Friday the 4th? Okay, Friday the 4th. Then. I believe it is. Well, <laughs> let's bring her on right now, live from the ATL. Here she is. Here's JC, everybody.
4: <laughs> Hi.
5: Hi. Hey, JC. Hey,
4: everybody. What's up? So, Beth, <laughs> we'll you want to together?
3: A- <laughs>
2: Beth, you want to give J.C. a bit of a heads-up as to who our guest is this evening?
3: <clears throat> our guest is a um, new face on the New England scene. He is definitely making his presence felt in numerous promotions around here. Um, his name is King Leon the Sixth. He shows up, he has a squire who has to hold the ropes for him and his he actually had a gauntlet match in his honor at RWA Legacy to find his squire and apparently he wasn't very happy with the winner because he hit the winner with both the beheading and the Leon tamer but I think we can get a little more insight into that
4: when he joins us at eight thirty. Oh yeah. We uh, said this is a guy that um, with the names, right? Because I remember someone brought that up. Um,
3: I went, I was working a show that he was on on Saturday, and he refused to call me Betty Page. He insisted that my name was Barbara. He refers to he refers to T Phoenix and AJ Phoenix from RWA as the Flamingo family. So (laughs) I I don't know but
5: yeah.
4: (sighs) This is gonna be fun. It is going to be oh,
2: fun. Man. It promises to be very entertaining. But then again, we've had many of entertaining interview, r- interviews around here. I mean, we've had guys snap on us. We've had guys argue with us. We've had guys, you know, come on to us. So, yeah, we've had it all here. So,
4: <laughs>
5: oh.
2: all right, well, let's hop to it, shall we, this past Monday night on Raw? Uh, we had a lot of, we had quite a few things happen, including Kurt Angle discussing the upcoming SummerSlam main event, Raw main event with the Fatal Four Way for the Universal Championship, to which he was interrupted by Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman pretty much laying it out for Kurt Angle, stating that you know he was protesting it. This wasn't fair to Brock. Why should he have to defend not be, Why should he have to defend against these four guys? I mean, Brock has just easily ended it right there with Kurt Angle, but he said no. So he only feeling that the only reason why the bout was sanctioned was because he feels that Brock Lesnar he's putting Brock Lesnar in a situation where Brock may or may not win. So with that being said, he said that if Brock Lesnar does not win at Summerslam. He's leaving. And at this point... This is... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but Beth was witness to my reaction when he said that.
5: <laughs>
2: and as much as I would like to repeat it, I can't because... I just It took me a while because... Most, those guys are all married, so I cannot go in that direction. But let's just say I'm going to welcome Braun Strowman in my house with open arms if he's the one who pins Brock Lesnar. And you
3: all know I don't like Braun.
2: <laughs> so
3: <laughs> Open arms among other things, but I'm just going to leave it at that.
2: Ooh. Right. <laughs> no, I'll revamp it as this. I'll revamp it as this. I will cook a full... Seven course meal for whoever wins and defeats Brock Lesnar. I don't care if it's Braun. I don't care if it's Samoa Joe. I don't care if it's Roman Reigns. It does not matter if one of them can, If one of them wins the match and makes Brock Lesnar lose, yes, full course. I mean, appetizer, soup, dinner, uh, <laughs> salad, uh, dessert,
3: coffee, whatever. <laughs> You know what? You
5: already had your
3: reaction 48 hours ago. I'm sorry, but you cannot rescind on that and change it up now. I was there. I saw the. I know the original reaction. I'm sorry. You're oh, not yeah. getting She's out right of it that, that easily. She's right about that, folks. All I know <laughs> is that I don't
2: care who wins at this point. Okay, if it gets rid of Brock Lesnar, more power to him. Yes. Hell yes, in every single way, shape, or form.
3: <laughs> okay, but here's the thing. No offense. We, we all have Internet access. We've all, we've all read the reports. We all know Brock Lesnar has signed to do another UFC fight. So, hi, is this really a surprise? I guess it goes without
2: saying, yeah. It's just the fact that we want somebody, I mean, we want someone to be, if we're going to have a universal (laughs) champion, let's at least have somebody who's going to be there. I mean, instead of someone who likes popping up when he feels like it. So let him go fight. Who was the guy that challenged him? John Jones, was that his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let him go fight the guy. Yeah. Let him go fight him. Let him fight UFC. He's probably better off there anyway. I mean, UFC, all you have to do is one fight, one match, he makes a million bucks. He's all set. <laughs> I mean, look what I did for CM Punk. Oh. <laughs> Am I wrong?
4: I don't know. Uh, okay, if you want to look at it in another way. Okay, wasn't, this, wasn't Brian supposed to be built up to take on Brock? And if Brock right. loses, and Brock leaves. Don't kind of make Brock a chicken shit? <laughs>
2: so what's because...
4: your point? True. We but
0: pretty, pretty much, ate much ate it. It. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ooh,
4: Because you, know, so you built up the biggest dude on the block. And as soon as Brock sees him, he decides, I'm out and bounce. That's what it looks like. But you know, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna put like this. Hey, bye. Anyway, I know.
2: Hmm. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. So that's all, and I'm sure everyone's just excited. i prefer to
3: go the Mindy route from Animaniacs, or I'm going to change it up a tiny little bit. Okay, I don't love you Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh man So we
2: get from that set of good news To another set of good news In the form of The Hardys The Hardys had a matchup against the club Gallows and Anderson To which they were victorious With the revival at ringside. Well, the, revival at the commentary booth Calling the matchup In which the Hardys And a revival wound up mixing it up afterwards Club wound up mixing it up afterwards <laughs> And the Hardys pretty much were the ones left standing with a twist of fate and poetry in motion off the stage onto, I think it was, um, I know it was one of the revivals. Was it Wilder or was it Dawson? I don't know. No, yeah. With
4: all due respect, no offense, I can't tell them apart.
2: Uh, You're not the only
4: one. I have a hard time telling them apart either. Would... I agree with Betty because I can't tell them, I can't tell who's who. <laughs> I just see them together. It's a revival. Sure, yeah, and that's it. Yeah,
2: I'm the same way. I cannot tell those two apart. It's like, <laughs> no offense to them. They're both talented individuals. It's just I have a hard time telling them apart, just like you guys. So, but the best part about it was that when we didn't see the interview until after the show was over, but the Hardys had a post-show interview. With it is titled, Warning, The Fury of the Hardies Has Been Awoken. And we all know what, what word rhymes with awoken.
0: Awoken.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it so was, uh, so,
4: so uh, I was going to say, so are they close to bringing the character in or what? Because they keep throwing out these strong-ass hints. He's like, okay, so what's going on here? Well, I will say so there good. was a
3: very interesting um article this week. This week that I found that I found yesterday. It, well, I found it today, but it was published yesterday through Sports Illustrated with Reddy regarding the entire uh Anthem entertainment situation. Mm. Oh yes. Basically, Anthem and their lawyers are Giving them a runaround. The only time they were actually starting to make any headway at actually getting them to respond and communicate was when Billy, before Billy, Cor- was when Billy Corgan was trying to help them out with it. Because even though he has his own issues with them that he's dealing with separately, he absolutely wants, wanted to help them. Um, Rebby also brought up in it the point that. Her father never signed a release allowing for his image to be used on and by impact, and no such release was ever actually signed for Maxwell as well. Um, They funded all of the uh, things such as uh, the final deletion. They paid for the filming and everything of that. Reddy actually directed that. Um, also the tag team thing that they did there on the Hardy compound as well. That was all stuff that Ruddy and Matt came up so, came up with. They actually, so basically they're saying that Anthem and Impact pretty much have really no leg to stand on claiming that, that, was their, that, it, that is, it is their intellectual property. Um, and of course, as also, we all know, Rebby had filed herself as well. And the Hardy's own the trademark to broken Matt Hardy. And
0: she
3: did confirm sense. that she mm-hmm. did confirm the fact that the contracts that they had. First of all, the rumor that Matt told Impact that they needed to add another hundred thousand dollars onto his contract is false. They actually have documentation proving the contracts that they were offered. And it is completely true that Impact was trying to get their hands on part of the profits that, were, that would have been earned by shop.hardy.com and jeffhardybrand.com, which particularly with jeffhardybrand.com is completely ridiculous because that website is solely for Jeff's artistic pursuits. That is his art, that is his music. That has that has part of my language that has absolutely dick all to do with professional wrestling. So they had no right trying to claim any of that and put their hands on that money. Yeah. Man, it sounds to me like Anthem is really trying
2: everything they can to get any kind of income whatsoever so they can try to save their own asses because one of their top draws decided to go back to WWE and take his image with them. So it just sounds to me like they're just trying to play a game. I mean, just these games, they're trying to play these games, and it's not working, and it's slowly starting to – they're doing everything desperately they can to try to stop them from taking what there is is their own creation.
4: Which remember what I was talking about last time? Talking about I don't know, like if remember the rumor that we heard if, I, I told you about um, where they filed some trademarks or some copyrights or whatever, and they yes. all got rejected.
5: Yes,
2: because they can't trademark what
4: somebody else already owns. And then they try to trademark Jeff's name, which is his legal name, and you can't trademark somebody's legal name. One of them, and I'm like, really? Y'all really tried it?
5: Well,
2: it's true. They're trying to get as much income as they can to try to save their own asses. I mean, TNA right now, I mean, they've got talent there. They've got stars there and such. They should be investing more of their time into what they have than trying to milk for somebody who obviously has stated that they weren't really helping him out to begin with anyway. I mean, Vinyl Deletion was a work of sheer genius and brilliance, and it was one of the most talked about wrestling clips, still is one of the most talked about wrestling clips, but that was all Matt, Rebby, Jeff, the entire Hardy family creating that. And what the hell are they trying to say? Trying to get trademark on a baby?
5: I mean,
0: really?
3: I actually have the interview here right now and um okay, so this is the whole Ansem claims Matt Hardy asked for an extra hundred thousand dollars during his contract negotiations and if he did not receive the additional money he would then explore options with WWE. Is this accurate? That is not accurate, but it is laughable. During contract negotiations, when I started to notice as well as hear from friends about Jeff Jarrett's shady business tactics, I did two things. I immediately filed a trademark for a Broken Matt Hardy and started to record every conversation between Matt and anyone at the t and office, including Ed Nordholm and Jeff Jarrett. For recording phone calls, it is legal with a one-party consent law in North Carolina, which is where we live, and Tennessee, which is where TNA has its office. If Matt wasn't in North Carolina for these, those conversations, then he was in another state with one party consent. Matt made sure to protect himself because no one from that company is protecting us. In the phone call that Ed Norholm is referencing, it is very clear that Matt did not hold Anthem up for any money, he did not request $100,000 more. Matt tried to make impact great again, for real, and not just through a hashtag. He did everything he could for that company, and Ed Nordholm's comment is so petty and unprofessional. Who do Ed Nordholm and Jeff Jarrett think they're fooling? You could never even imagine Vince McMahon acting this way. Two days before his contract is up, Matt's receiving drunk texts from Jeff Jarrett. Matt is an established star, and they treated him like he was insignificant. Is Anthem correct in its assertion that it owns the broken universe intellectual property? There is enough question in the contract in terms of gimmick development and intellectual property that our attorneys strongly feel that there is a case. If there were no question about it, like Jeff Jarrett and Ed Nordholm continue to say, then I would not be discussing it and neither would Matt. There is enough of a question in the contract that it is worth fighting over. If it were as cut and dry as Anthem is trying to make everyone believe, then we would have stopped pursuing it. That is not the case. There are legal questions over the verbiage in the contract, and we have a good chance of winning this battle. Are the Hardys willing to go to court to pursue the IP? Are you optimistic of a judge or jury ruling in your favor? Going to court is not like going to the grocery store. There's a lot of money involved in a legal case, which is another reason why Anthem is dragging this out as long as they can. Jeff Jarrett said, just keep dragging it out. They'll get tired of spending money. We would rather settle this like civil human beings, which is what we've tried to do for months and months. There are so many things that if we choose to go to court, we can also add into the case. Senior Benjamin, who is my father, never signed a release to have his image be marketed. Technically, they should not have been able to air his footage. They do not have a release for my son Maxwell, who had no written documents saying he could be on set at Universal Studios, which could jeopardize their relationship with the place where they film on a monthly basis. There is also the fact that I created, shot, directed, and edited so much footage that I never gave them a release to use either. Anthems also, den- den- also denies it ever asked for a significant percentage of Hardy merchandise, including Jeff Hardy's artwork and music, as well as stated that the contracts offered to Matt and Jeff were almost close to equal in terms of pay. Is the company being truthful, and where do we go from here? We literally have those documents in email form from Ed Nordholm. Hold on a second. I'm sorry, my phone decided to go stupid on me. This <laughs> is so cool. It, like, shut the link down on me. And I'm like, really? All right. Mm. Um, In one of the contracts, Anthem snuck in a percentage the company would be owed from any income from .com and jeffhardybrand.com. The fact that they would feel entitled to that is a joke. Jeff Hardy's site is literally his paintings and music. It has nothing to do with wrestling and is an artistic venture. Why are they entitled to any of that? To fly that into the contract was a real shady move, and we have the documents to prove it. Jeff Jarrett's plan was to give Jeff Hardy all the money, and he actually said to pay Matt as little as possible because he believed Matt could not go anywhere without Jeff Hardy. I had reservations about WWE for a long time, but I forgot all of my reservations and our loyalty to the TNA brand after I learned that. Ask these guys to put it bluntly. After Matt financed his own shoots and put hours and hours of his own time writing the shows. F these guys. We didn't have any scripts. They're claiming IP. They're claiming this is their character in development. But we never had one script or one shoot sheet. That was all Matt pouring himself into the character and dedicating himself to it. The amount of time and effort he put into this made it his brainchild, which is why this is more of a personal matter than business.
1: It was all our
3: creation, and we can easily prove that it was all us, and it's nothing but ego on their end. Matt refused to resign. They really believed that he could not go anywhere else, and we called them on their bluff. Ed Nordholm actually told Jeff's attorney, tell them to go to WWE. Is that the way you negotiate to try to get someone to sign a shitty contract to work at your shitty company for shitty money? When it comes down to it, this comes down to their ego versus all the time, effort, and passion we have put into this project and gimmick. This is a personal investment versus ego. I feel like there will never be an agreement without going to court. Uh,
0: It's
3: like these guys are trying to jump on.
2: It's like these guys, they just don't get it. I mean, if anyone here follows Rebby on Snapchat, we've seen her snaps. Babies aside, we've also seen her snaps from previous times of her hardworking, putting together all the stuff that they've done for impact. So I don't know where they're coming from with this. Okay. Beth, Daisy, we're going to have to put the news on pause for a bit because I'm getting a number calling in. I think it's him.
3: So Okay. Beth, you have the declaration ready? Yes, let me get this scroll opened. Weigh in at the perfect amount of weight, reigning from the kingdom of Bihedja, the beautiful, the courageous, the valorful, the divine, the golden excellence, King Leon the
1: Sixth. Ah, yes, 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 it is I, but you forgot, you forgot Majestic. Don't forget Majestic.
3: Uh, I'm very sorry, Your Majesty. Unfortunately, the word majestic was omitted by one of your scholars on the scroll that was sent to me by rural courier. Well,
2: corridor. that's
1: foolish. You make sure you find out who that was, and I will be heaven him for sure. Oh, Lord. So I was told to go, <laughs> what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you need?
3: Well, Your Majesty, I would like to welcome you to the Spread Circle Cafe this evening.
0: Ah, um, uh, yes. It as is your you know, pleasure, because
3: right? we have... As you know, because we have worked together on a few of the events that you have appeared at, I am Bethy Page. I would like to wait, introduce who, you who, to wait, our wait, 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 who,
0: who, who are
1: you?
3: Beffy Page. I work for RICW and House of. Brick. Oh
1: yes, the lovely Brenda. How are you today? Yes, I'm glad that you called me.
3: <laughs> I would
1: also like
3: to introduce you to our hostess, Daria. Good evening,
2: Daryl.
1: Like the boy Daryl, or is it the girl Daryl?
2: Uh, Daria.
1: Ah, yes. Very nice. Nice, nice to meet you.
2: Thank you. And nice I would also well. like to
3: introduce you to our correspondent from Atlanta, JC. Hi.
1: What, what, what kind of? No, you you pronounce like hello, my liege. Hello, my king. Do better. Try again. I'll wait. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. Hello. Hi. Oh, sorry. Your Majesty. Welcome to our show. Much
1: better, wonderful. We can move on now. Thank you. Oh Lord.
4: <laughs>
1: yes, that is me. Correct. Oh, your Lord. Your Your Highness. Your Lordship. Correct.
2: All right. Yes, Your Grace. All right. Well, let's start from how. Okay. How far back does your lineage trace?
1: Ah, oh, yes, the beautiful, beautiful Leo in line. It traces back six generations, for I am King the Sixth, the beautiful, the majestic, the golden excellence. Uh, yes, it traces back six generations. To be quite honest with you, it was not as far back as you'd think, because a lot of them were brothers. So realistically, probably about 29 years or so. Uh, they, they've all been beheaded, most of them by me. We'll just leave that at that. I mean, it was not me. There are people listening. I did not do that. That'd be terrible. They're my family. But they're dead. I'm alive. King Leon the Sixth Grade Supreme, and I am the best one.
4: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Yes. Thank
2: you, Beth. Um, Beth, you want to start with your questions as well?
3: So, so Your Majesty, what inspired yes, you to um, take a bit of a break from the trials of ruling behavior and training to become a professional wrestler?
1: Oh, well, 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 here's the thing is I didn't really train. In fact, I was pretty much given, uh, given the reins to become a wrestler. I, I, I'm a king. I don't have to do certain things that you peasants have to do. However, uh, there was becoming a little bit of a problem in the kingdom of the Edya. Uh, there was not enough gold. And you see, that is my goal. I am on a trek, a mission for gold. And everyone's gold will be procured by yours truly.
3: Okay, so that raises the question, if you're on a mission to procure gold, why do you so freely fling gold coins when you're heading to the ring?
1: Because I am allowed to. I am a king. I am still richer than any of you will ever know. Ever. So the fact of the matter is, is I can fling around whatever I like, for instance, I fling my squire around the ring all the time, but no one seems to be having a squire problem in the kingdom, do they? I think not. (laughs) But <laughs> well, it's so funny my That's fair
3: I have heard rumblings of people Not quite thrilled With the way you treat Squire
1: well, Who cares I, Okay let, let me ask you a question Barbara is he, is he in fact a king Is he a king No No
3: Am I a king Barbara I,
1: I, am I am the Mary Queen of Scots. That doesn't mean I am. No, uh, no, no, no. See, I could trace you back all the way for all the lineage. Like I said, I said that I that I have. This is very simple. You see, I I am beautiful. I have I have gold. I have wonderful, beautiful, rich furs. I I am, I am a rich man who has my own kingdom. The peasants need to understand that it's not not how I treat my squire, because he's just not a squire and very, very replaceable. What I am.
3: Uh oh then. Well then I guess Squire might need to worry about his job security.
1: He's always gotta worry about his job security because he doesn't have security. He's a squire. I could kick him in the face, call it today, and get a new one. Same thing with my queens. Do you know that I've had eight queens to this day? Eight. Do you know why I've had I eight see. queens? Because I am beautiful and I can.
2: Damn, King Henry only had six.
1: <laughs>
2: Who's
0: King Henry? I
4: don't have time <laughs> right. I gotta oh I got a question for the king. Sir Your Majesty, I have a question.
0: Yeah.
4: Um Okay. You said that you were pretty much given this gift to get into the ring. Um my question is, was there someone out there that you thought exemplify I don't know, the royal skill. Anyone out there that, like, caught in your interest that maybe you would like to join your court?
1: Well, you know, there are many people out there who are very, very, uh, very strong, might I add. They would definitely be great muscle for the king, obviously an underling nonetheless. But there, allow me to say, depending on where you will find me, there may be things in the works where people might not be what they seem and the people that seem that they are, are not. So let's put it this way. Keep your eyes peeled for King the sixth because the royal family just gets bigger, because that's what we are, a family. I am clearly the the hierarchy of it, but still, they're part of it. Some, somewhere down the line. I'm not going to go into specifics. I'll leave it at that.
4: Oh, okay. Well, this is going to lead into my next question. Um, how about someone... Not necessarily a ruling your, by your side, but, like, you're number two in command. Or, you know, have you
5: thought of that? But, uh, like allow, me to, uh, allow me. me. I, I
1: know what you're getting at this. There is, already, There is clearly a number two in command. And there is my beautiful, stunning queen, Aliana, you know, at the moment. I mean, the thing is, is I still have three living queens. One of them is by my side because she does not mock the king. Like the smart woman and queen she is. The other two, however, are in a dungeon, and they deserve it. They tried to steal my royal sandals, and I care very much about my royal sandals if you have not heard. So at the very end of the day, they deserve to be there. And my second-in-command, my beautiful queen, who I speak to everything on every matter with, doesn't matter what she says, to be quite honest with you, I still do it, but I talk to her about it. She is my number two-in-command, if you can call it that. Nice.
4: Hey, okay. We'll go with that one, <laughs> So, uh, Daria, Barbara, we have any other questions? For the team?
2: Yes, Your Grace. Yes. So, what yes. made you decide? So, what made you decide to bring your royal wrestling blood to the squared circle? Like, what was the moment that made you realize? Let me wrestle and show them. The moment that made me, me
1: realize. The moment that made me realize that I should be wrestling is because I was watching some videos of people in the uh, crap hole of Rhode Island and, and in surrounding areas. And I realized I am better than every single one of them. They don't know it yet, but I am. And I can behead them one by 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 one. By one and I will take every one of their heads off until I am, in fact, the last man standing procuring everyone's golden title belts.
2: Is there one particular title you have your eye on currently?
1: Of course there. There are multiple titles I have my eye on currently. For instance, I have a little side a little side quest I must deal with first with the disgusting Aussie star of the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Terrible, terrible, disgusting, hippie, smelly man who won my king's gauntlet on a fluke. Should not have been him. Regardless, I have to deal with him first, but after I'm done with him. There is a Super crown championship that I have been eyeing. It is a beautiful title, full of much gold and prestige that RWA has, and it will be mine. Mark my words, one day, very, very soon, it will be mine. Ozzy
2: Star. Oh, you
1: mean Izzy Star. Okay. No, no Ozzy Star. I think you have a... You, you have a te- All right. You're not saying it correctly. Aussie. Izzy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I was agree to disagree, even though you're wrong. Proceed.
2: Very well.
3: Now, why, who came up with the
2: idea of a battle royal to determine who's to be your squire?
1: Well, it was not a battle royal to determine who to be my squire. It was a battle royal to determine who to be my knight. And it was mine. It's the okay. royal gauntlet. King León Sixth royal gauntlet. Because, realistically, anyone who was strong enough should be able to be, be in this. Only the strongest should survive the winning. But again, as I said, it was a fluke that Ozzy Moon even got close and touched a victory. That is all that I will say. There are people out there, people out there with much, much more to give. For instance, AJ Flamingo of the Flamingo dynasty of the RWA, I, I would have been okay with him winning. Why? Because he's smart. He has a brain for it. Is he, he starved? He just he smokes hashish and disgusting things, and he just smells bad every time he goes to the ring. Do I want that in the royal court? No. He is no no more than any jester, and even that is doing them an injustice. T
2: Flamingo?
1: Who's T, who's AJ Flamingo? Oh, uh, you, you know, like T Flamingo, AJ Flamingo of the Flamingo family, the people who run the RWA.
2: Oh, Phoenix! Okay. You
1: know, why do you keep doing those Flamingo? Why don't you listen?
4: <laughs> Come on, Daria, keep up. Barbara, wins.
1: Barbara, could you help me?
3: I, I'm trying. I, I've been trying to help for quite some time, and you know, so, sometimes people might be a little beyond
1: help. Stupid. With the word is stupid. The is in I that was stupid. You know something. Let me, let me just say this, okay? I am a king. I do not have time for these games. Either you listen to me or you move to the side and expect to be That's all that I'm going to tell you right now. Everyone listening, anyone who even lays their ears on this podcast must know that I, the beautiful, the majestic, the golden excellence, the divine, the creature known as King Leon VI, the beautiful man that I am, you must understand that I rule, not you, not anyone ever, for as long as I am around, I will be the top. I am the pinnacle. And that is what you must know. So you will listen to every word that I have to say because it is correct.
4: Okay. Both, both? Your Majesty, I got. Uh, I want. To, I have another question here. Has there been Let's an opponent it. that has? Okay. Has there been an opponent that has like given you a rough time that you almost thought that I may mean, not be able to conquer this person?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very, very recently, unfortunately. But it was not my thought that I could not handle it. In fact, in my mind, with my rules of the kingdom of behavior, I had everything well in hand. I was at the house of bricks, the brick house, if you will, in New Bedford this past Saturday, in which I faced Toddy Bads, the I'm sorry, sorry, Teddy Goods, the resident good boy, which is ridiculous. But at the end of the day, he... Somehow got me down for the three, which makes no sense because in the kingdom of Behedia I have to tell the referee when to start counting. So realistically, I didn't lose that. Teddy Goods cheated to beat me as far as I see it. Wow. Yes, I-, I
3: witnessed this. The referee absolutely did not go by kingdom of behead your rules for this match
1: thank you barbara See, you understand i swear you know people people like you people like you brenda you make it worth hearing and listening to because it's much easier when you understand that i am correct and that's just how it will be these peasants just don't get it anymore
0: well Well, you know i
3: may or may not be a fan of of you your majesty i may or may not own a King Leon Sixth baseball cap, as well as an off-with-his-head shirt. Sure. I may or may not own some buttons, and I may or may not have an 8 by
5: 10
1: Well, that would be correct of you, because you should, because I am the greatest, and I will be the greatest. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to be on top for quite some time, so right now it would be smart to invest, because maybe you can turn around that investment one day and actually make some real money with your life. I mean, you know, nothing personal, Barbara, but, you know, I'm much richer than anything you will ever see.
0: So, what well, exactly
2: speaking is, of your rules
1: of behead you. What about the rules of behead you?
2: Well, what exactly are they for anyone who wishes to step into the ring against
1: the king? Well, it's very simple. If I don't win, then, uh, then we can go over the rule book. But for now, at least know that the ref should be listening to me for the counts. It's not on the referee. It's on the king. I control the pace. He must come to me for... My my, my king, may I count to one? And it will say, yes, you may Uh, But that's only if someone else is pinning me If I'm I'm pinning someone else, they could be as quickly as they want And I've already put that in the rules as well
3: Okay It's fair, it's very fair I am a king He is a wise and just ruler
1: The
4: ring belongs to the king And his rules are law You know
5: Nice, right? But it is a
1: fact, in this area, whether well, again, people know it or not just yet, because I, am, yes, I will admit I am very, very new to people's ears, but I am spreading, spreading like wildfire, and I will sooner or later, without a doubt, be the king of the ring, and let's just put it this way, and that's not just a play on words, I am in fact the ruler of the ring, I will go in there and I will command anyone to do what I need to make sure that I come out on top.
5: Right, very well, Beth. Yeah. Uh, you, you had a
3: question. <laughs> okay, so going back to your Royal Gauntlet at RWA Legacy. Um, now I'm just curious as to you know what your would your response have been had a competitor other than AJ or the gentleman who won Avi Moon. What would your response have been if, say, for example, Ms. Diana on Fire had won? Would you allow a well, woman to be your knight?
1: Oh, boy. Of course, I would allow a woman to be my knight, but that's only if she was worthy. I don't believe that Deanna on Fire woman had what it took. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, she was on ice that whole match. She came in and she went down from the big man beast, who, you know, is a beautiful man. I will not talk badly or ill about him at all, ever, ever. Is he listening? Do you know? Because if he's. I mean, if, you, if you're listening, you' are a wonderful, wonderful, big man. Uh, but yes, either way, I will make sure uh, that, you know that he, he knows that he is important in my book. Just, just if you see him, please let me know. Regardless, I, she would not have been a wonderful knight. She was weak. She lost for a reason. If he star, as I have said, on purpose, is lost on a he won on a fluke, won on a fluke, and that is all that, that was, which is why he does not belong to be my knight. He's not fit to be part of the kingdom of the Hedja or the royal family.
5: Uh, speaking of, actually, you know what?
1: Speaking of royal family, I must say something right now. This is very important. In fact, on August thirteenth at Nova Promotion at the XWA Event Center, I have, and this is not this is not news that is well known. I have a I have a child who wrestles there. Uh, two actually, but one of them is a very 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 big big disappointment, and that would be Leon Gaston the Knight. Now, the terrible boy lost our tag team titles. We had tag team titles, but no one knew, but we had tag team titles and he lost them for his, his dear dad, King Leon Sixth. I have some things that must be said, and I will deal with him accordingly on August 13th. Uh-oh.
4: <laughs>
1: yes, uh-oh is correct. Yeah,
4: oh Yo. Oh, dear. Oh.
3: Okay.
2: Hey, well who do they lose the titles
1: to? Yeah. It doesn't matter.
4: Okay, JC, what oh what I was gonna say was, um, you know, I just wanna like bring it back a little bit to okay, King, what do you do on your off time when you're not slinging down your opponent or issuing decrees or whatnot? What do you do?
1: To, you know, for enjoyment Well, it's funny that you say that Because just last week I posted a video To make sure people understood that I know how to let loose too uh, I actually, I take my throne with me I go to the park And I yell at children That is a wonderful use of my time That is one um, I am still attempting to find uh, time to get in the pool uh, I have not gotten there yet But I will get there And also, I play basketball Like, like a man Big hoop ball, if you will Yes, Sir Kobe is actually one of my favorite basketball players of all time. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's in the. He was from the Kingdom of Beheja, the uh, the uh, K N B A, if you will.
4: Nice.
1: Yes, very wonderful. Cool.
4: Are you? Well, as we know in
2: wrestling, there are many lineages of royalty to have graced the squared circle. Do you have any favorite kings from the past who are? idols of yours as far as wrestling goes?
1: It's it's impossible for me to have idols of the past when they were all just false kings. I am a real king. That is what you don't understand. Jerry the King Lala was born in Tennessee of this place, the United States of America. And you know something at the end of the day? He doesn't count. You have our King Barrett King Barrett from from the UK if you will. You have all these kings. All of these kings are fake kings. I am a real (laughs) king. I hail from the kingdom of Beheja. And everyone here, for in, in in America, needs to understand that I am the rightful heir to anything I claim fit.
2: Where is the hedge uh, If someone looked on a map.
1: If you look on a map, it's between it's between the United States of America and the other side of the United States of America.
5: Well,
2: that narrows it down. Um, yes, <laughs> you you could
1: find it very easily if you just look.
2: All right, well, currently, um, since you say there are a bunch of false kings as well as um, not so many real royals out there, if you had a choice of picking any of those false kings to step into the ring with, who would you like to pick?
1: Oh, that's wonderful. I'd probably choose uh, Jerry the King, Lala, because he's old and weak, probably. So I could probably destroy him very simply.
2: All right, how about Mm. recent? How about over recent years?
1: Uh recent years. Uh, probably I would, I would I would probably go against King King Barek because he's uh retired so we're not have to have to fight him.
2: So you see JC, I'm not the only one who wouldn't mind having Barrett's ass kicked.
5: <laughs> hey! Well I mean realistically
1: me, I could I could kick anyone's ass if you will. <gasps>
5: See, God, all right, okay. I have a fun
1: fact for you. Did you know that I am an 18-time world champion in the kingdom of behavior? That is two more than Mr. Cena. Mr. John Sawyer Jr. Oh, um... Cancer.
2: Oh, him. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey! Hey! Um, how about, um... Since we're talking about kings now, how about the king of Strong Style? I mean, would, if you had a choice to go up against him, would
0: you?
1: Oh, boy, King of Strong Style, what's a fake moniker for such a man with nothing to give? Let me just say this. Anyone you can bring up to me, anyone, I don't care who it is, at the end of the day, I will become victorious. I don't care if they are on the grand stage of them all. Like Brock Lesnar, for instance, that man, weak compared to King Leon sixth. I would mess him up. Up and yes, I, I say that with pride. Actually, can
2: get um, behind him on that one.
1: I can uh, get behind the king. I was just about on that to say right that. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, all hail the king if he does that.
1: Yes, all hail the king. Yes. the beautiful, the majestic, the divine. Don't forget all of these. The beautiful. Come ma- here. Say okay. with me. Try with it. The beautiful. Okay.
2: So majestic.
1: The the, the divine. The divine. The golden excellence. Golden, golden excellence.
5: excellence.
1: King Leon the sixth. Oh King did you, Leon did you, Leon did you, did you forget beautiful?
4: Oh no, we didn't. We said it. No, we just say it again
1: anyway. The beautiful King Leon the sixth. Beautiful six. yeah,
2: King Leon the Second.
1: Leon 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 Leon.
2: King I Leon. King Leon the sixth. Come on now. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beth, do you have any more
3: questions for Royal Highness? Um. Well, let's see. I know you have made your mark so far at RWA, as well as RICW, and most recently House of Bricks. You have told yes. us that you are going to be at Nova Promotions. Are there any other places in the area that we can look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so let's put it this way. There are many, many places who have gotten a hold of me, and vice versa, that I will be, I will be giving my royal self to for the day to make sure that I can make it even better than it is, because if I'm there, it will be better. Now, I will be going to possibly, I'm not going to spoil some of them, but I may be finding my way to MAW for a day. We may find that out. I would be, in fact, doing commentary with the disgusting Robbie Bobby Rossi Rotten at the uh, Live Prov Wrestling on August 20th, which happens to be this boy, this man, Stephen Baker, it's his birthday, the one who does all my bidding. That's his birthday, and he will be there doing commentary for the day. Uh, well, I will be. I'm sorry. And uh, then we have, let's see, what else are we going to be doing? If I, if I, oh, find your way to RICW Extreme Retribution, for instance, because I will be in the universal title picture. Oh my! Yes, oh my is correct.
2: Well, best of luck with
4: that.
1: Hope that you. I don't need luck. I'm going well. to win.
4: Yes. Make sure the referee knows exactly what your
1: rules are. If he doesn't, oh, don't he's you worry, he will. It. And then Have they chance by some to... chance that I do not win it? Then you know something. I will find my way to Morgov because that is just what I do. But I will win. So. Have you ever found a referee
2: who never agreed with your rules?
1: Of course, I found a referee who doesn't agree with my rules. But it does not matter because he gets beheaded. That is what happens. Are oh, you not understanding this, Miss Co-host Lady? I will behead anybody who gets in the way of my of my kingdom, of the kingdom of Beheadia. Yeah. Do you not understand this? <laughs> I believe I do understand
2: this. What's your favorite form of... Okay, in that case, what's your favorite form of beheading?
1: I mean, I believe there's only one way to do it correctly. I throw you off the ropes. I run at you. I kick you in the face, and your head hopefully comes rolling off. If it does not, I will find ways to do it again until it works. Ouch. (laughs) Yes, Correct. It also helps that I yell off with his head before I do it, because if I don't do that, then who's going to know what's going to happen?
2: Kind of sounds like our good friend Oleg Usurper out of Shakara, because he says the exact same thing.
1: Are you kidding me? Who is this boy?
2: Just a friend of ours.
1: If you say so. But I am the one that matters. It doesn't matter what he says. It's what I say. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, for anyone who wishes to follow a king on social media, where can we find your royalty?
1: Well, the best place to find me would be on the, uh, the book for faces. Uh, if you go to King Leon VI, the Facebook page, and you like it. Because uh, if you do that, not only will you, will you be endowed with, with happiness by knowing that you uh, are you been remotely connected to King Leon Sixth, but you can also say to your friends, look, I know King Leon Sixth through transitive property. And that's all they really need to become to become well known in this area, but you'll never become more well known than King Leon the Six. just know that.
2: All right, most excellent. Um, Beth, JC, do you have any more questions for his
3: Royal Majesty? Um do you have any other social media that they can check you out on besides the, the Book of Faces, Your Majesty?
1: At, at the moment, not at the, mo- no, not at the moment. The Book of Faces seems to be the best way to reach everyone that must be reached. Uh, I'm sure the gimmicks will, uh, will definitely pop up with the, with the, tw- with the tweeters and, and, you know, the, the grams full of instars and all that, and I will definitely find my way there at some point, but for now, I do not have time. Wait, what is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry, miss, miss Podcast Ladies, Barbara. I must be get going because kingdom, uh, the kingdom is burning. It, it may seem uh, the cabbage patch is definitely getting getting destroyed by Squire. squire get away! From, I'm sorry. I, I must leave you now. Uh, do, <laughs> very do me a sorry, favor.
3: I Thank you very much.
1: No, no. Yes, do me a favor though. Tell all of your friends about King Leon the and how beautiful and majestic he is. Because uh, uh, get away from the cabbages. Good goodbye. Goodbye.
2: That's the first time we've ever had to actually hang up like that.
1: <laughs>
0: <wait a>
2: minute.
3: <laughs> I,
0: th- I think I <laughs> think I think
3: the closest the closest to this that I've experienced was when we were speaking with the mind eraser Mike Grossa and the uh, the orderlies oh, came in, yeah. took him away from the phone fo- took, took the phone away from him and took him away screaming. For
2: some reason, hey, well that a when we interviewed Mike Grassa, remember the Mindy Racer? This guy?
1: Hey, this is the Mindy Racer, Mike Grassa, and you're listening to the Square Circle Cafe. Hey <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that
5: was fun.
4: I wanna I mean that interview was pretty fun. Really bad. I mean, it
2: was a lot of fun, even though the king seems to be a royal pain in the took <laughs>
4: I could have kept going, but I didn't want to, like, hog everything. I'm like, okay, come on, folks. You want to ask a question? You want to ask a question? I know oh Beth about to punch me. Quit calling me Barbara. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> no, you're calling Beth Barbara. I, I know, because I was talking about when I was talking, because every time I said, Daria, and I go, Daria, Barbara. I was, about, and Beth was like, would you stop that? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Basically, yeah, basically, basically, you may have heard in my voice in your head, in the in the exact tone that Gorilla Monsoon would have used to, to Bobby Heenan, would you
0: just stop?
4: I know.
3: I was just like, I was like,
0: I was,
4: okay. I was really like saying, okay, this is gonna be fun. Let's try this. Let's keep going. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, that was, that was really when he interesting said he
3: had
2: to go to Cabbage Patch. All I could think about is him doing that old school dance, the Cabbage Patch, you
3: know.
4: Oh, God. <laughs> okay. so, he would go probably the, uh, kill
3: me if he heard this, but I heard problems with the Cabbage Patch. And legit, the first thing that popped into my mind was from my childhood, the, um, Baby G, Baby General Hospital with all the Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh my yes. god, you too! That's the first thing I thought about.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: See, this is why you and I share a brain, JC. <laughs> I was straight up look I was straight up thinking Cabbage Patch Kids, man. My like, God, <laughs> my head. I still have, I still have my Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Man, really? well, that was, I mean, mm. that was, that was, yeah. I think that was, was one of my goofier interviews, and I cannot wait to meet this guy again in the future. As he said, he will be at Nova Promotions Whoa. coming up and trying to procure more gold and having more problems in um, the other organization he mentioned. So it'll definitely be something. Worth looking out for. So, yeah, follow him on Facebook. And actually, I did find, before he hung up, I was going to ask him, but I actually did find him on Twitter. No. Really? It looks like it's, yeah, it looks like, but it looks like it's brand new because um, when I went to to go look so I could do some more research on it, and I found it. He joined in 2016, but he's only been tweeting – since June
5: twenty third.
2: So yeah, so he has um, he does have a Twitter. It's King Leon the Sixth at King
4: Leon the Six. Mm. Okay. Let me keep doing that. I he it, it. I saw him on Facebook because I was is. looking at it before we got on before we even got on the call. So. Alright, so definitely check
2: out those videos he was referring to. I did see that video with him trying to get into the pool, and it's just like, damn, man, it's a pool. <laughs> mm. Of course, in the video, he called it um, Basket Spear.
4: Basket Spear?
2: Yeah, so.
5: Alright, I think one, one of my favorite parts in- of that video
3: is the kid swinging, and he's just like, Stop going so high. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little difficult to do when you're on a
2: swing. So, oh, I'm looking at it right now. And tonight was the episode in which Kyle O'Reilly made his official debut in NXT, facing oh. one Allister Black. <laughs> And there is an exclusive video from Kyle O'Reilly on WWE's Twitter page. Um, Kyle O'Reilly, unfortunately, did not win his matchup against Alicia Black, having Black Mask thrown in his direction. But same thing happened to Bobby Fish when he made his debut. So just because they lost doesn't mean that, you know, nothing's going to happen. Plus, remember, we've got the tag team tournament coming up pretty soon. And let's see, Bobby Fish is there, Kyle O'Reilly's there, maybe a certain tag team can get back together, if you know what I mean. So really? fingers crossed with that.
3: They have All an right. black t-shirt, by the way. who added
2: it on the list.
3: WWE has an Alistair Black T shirt and I I really need it in my life. So do I. I
0: I There's also some... need
3: the uh, the new twisted
4: bliss t shirt in my life. Oh, I know so I didn't buy when need... I saw that shirt. I say I want I say I wonder if Betty already like put her down payment on it.
0: <laughs> <She probably laughs> it.
4: Oh, like you were no different
3: like none of us were any different once we saw the Hardy shirts.
0: Oh, and by, and by
3: the way, while we're speaking of WWE Shop dot com, today is the last day for twenty percent off championship titles and thirty percent off tees. Use code
4: Titles see, Tees. See, if I could, I totally drop some money down on the a, on the a, um, on the down Women's Title, but you know. I gotta justify. I gotta justify the mortgage payment. I, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, that feeling all too well. Believe me. <laughs>
5: so. But
2: don't worry, you'll eventually get it. And it'll look good on your wall. I'll tell you that right now, next to all you dolls there. Oh. Man. All right.
3: Well, we Speaking got. Up, <laughs>
2: Oh, oh Lord. Lord,
3: I'm actually looking at shop.wwe.com right now, and guess what? WWE what? has jumped on the fidget spinner trend.
4: I know. Yes, I, I saw those. those. I it so ridiculous.
0: What
3: we can't. have a oh, Sasha Lord. Banks. We have a Bailey. We have a John Cena. Enzo Amore certified G. The Hardy Boys, Reborn by Fate, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Seth
4: Rollins, and Alexa Bliss. Yo, they got a Roman? And a Hardy? They got a Roman. I'm oh, sorry. And a Hardy. And a Hardy. Let's, 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 let's go back to the Hardy. Uh, um, all I'm going
3: to say mm-hmm. is don't let my niece know because my niece will be begging me for the Hardy's, Alexa, and Bailey. Too Man. late. <laughs> She's not home, oh. so she
4: can't hear me. Oh, I, I mean, thing. I know this. I know this news is late, and and uh, Comic Con is over. With, but we, but I don't think we said this on the show. Okay, I want to ask your opinion. The WWE fashion dolls, yay nay? I, what do you guys think?
2: I think they're brilliant. I like the fact that uh, I dolls have, are a little more because beautiful. I haven't heard of them. Mattel yeah. is coming out, announced at Comic Con that they're coming out with a whole new set of dolls. JC, break it down.
4: Okay, so WWE. Uh, I think they're w, uh, I don't know if they're called what they're like. Their official, thing think it's WWE Fashion Dolls or something. Well, basically, they're releasing their line of dolls of the, of, of the um women in the WWE, like. Sasha Banks, Charlotte. Oh, speaking of Char- Sasha Banks and Charlotte, there was a limited edition um, doll. They both had limited edition dolls, exclusive to the Comic-Con. Um, the box and everything, they were awesome, and I'm so mad. They had Charlotte in her, in her. Um, I think, it was it WrestleMania um, robe and everything, and I'm like, oh, I wish I'd have got it. But anyway, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey, um, the Bella Twins, Becky, Alicia, and um who else? There and, and Naomi, but Naomi's doll won't be released until next year, spring of next year, but uh, other dolls that I mentioned are already or uh, well, they are already in pre-order or they were in pre-order and they're going to be released um in November. So, uh, well, you know, according to the
3: article I'm looking at right now, Pre-sales went live at there. They are going to be exclusive to Toys R Us. Um, pre-sales right. went live on July 24th, and according to this article, the dolls will be available in stores in September.
4: Oh, okay, cool. I was, I was close. I was trying to get the pre-sales because I wanted the Sasha, but, you know, Newstorker, like, as soon as he hit, he said, yo, pre-sales open. They were gone. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> So, I got to wait until September. Or somebody can help me up on my birthday. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, <laughs> um Let's see. Well, I mean, I can guess what I can say about this is, that one, they're not like Barbie doll thin. I can say that much. I mean, like, you, oh, yeah, Natalia. Natalia's part of the group. When you look at Maria too, which I find interesting. Oh, um, my thing about that is Eva Marie's a part of it. I think when they created the dolls, Eva, when it was when Eva Marie was a part of the group and then when she left, you know, she was already there, and they couldn't take it out. It's kinda like sometimes with you know, video games when they create a sprite for a character but the real person leaves, but since the character the game is already in production, it's kinda like too late to take take 'em out. So they left her in there. they probably won't well, she're probably not I mean the thing is, but also, will she be, will she, um, ha, was she part of the pre-sale? That's the thing. I don't know if she was part of the pre-sale. I don't know. It says here, this is from
3: www.corporate.wwe.com, 12-inch fashion dolls that are articulated and come with multiple fashions, inspired by Nikki and Brie Bella, Flasha Banks, Natalia, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Alicia Fox, and Eva Marie.
4: Damn, they didn't even mentioned Naomi, and Naomi had a doll up there. And she, they said she won't come out until next year. Which, but you know, it also brings some questions. I mean, it's you know, for me personally, I think it was a, it's a cool idea. I always wanted, and, you know, you know, wanted a doll, a, a wrestling doll that was articulated. I could actually, you know, that's just me. I wanted one of those. My thing about it is, will they have different body types, and who else is going to be a part of it? So, because, you know, not, I mean, I know Alexa, I it was definitely Alexa's going to be a part of it at some point. So I'm just wondering if she's going to be at this, um, you know, because she's the, a petite person. Yeah, they're going to have her with a different body type just because of that.
3: Well, they do, have a, they do have a variety of Barbies now. They do have a petite Barbie. They do have a curvy Barbie That. Um, a little more realistic And plus size looking So you right. never know
4: So, so um, yeah, I'm actually
3: still seeing I am on toys us. com right now And I am seeing I am still seeing pre-orders For these dolls I am seeing Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair Eva Marie Brie Bella Natalia Nikki Bella Sasha Banks
4: well, I am seeing daily.
3: I am. See- they have a daily. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. This is a daily six inch action figure ultimate fan pack. They also have a Sasha Banks ultimate fan pack. They also have that they are taking pre-orders on as well. A um, superstar women's championship title. This trophy item comes with sleek, authentic styling, a white leather-like belt, and a one-time adjustable feature to fit around the waist of any child six and up. Be inspired to feel like a WWE Raw Women's Champion. Wave it around or fling it over your shoulders like champions do in the ring and feel the excitement and pride of being the best.
4: Oh. I just went, it's not
0: available. (laughs) God. Well, see, here's the thing. All of these
3: still have the little blue pre-order nows under them. I'm scrolling down through the page looking at what else there is. They have a Star Wars, The Black Series, Commander Green from Hasbro, and the little button where it says pre-order now is black and says sold out. Optimus Prime is sold out. They've got a lot of things that are sold out, but then they do have a lot of things that you still can't that still say you can order them. Oh, they have also that you can pre order the Elite Collection Flashback series, Isaac Yankum. Oh damn. I do have to say, and I think you would appreciate these, Jay Z. I know they're not wrestling related, but they have the Madam Alexander Marvel Fangirl.
4: 13.5 inch action figures They look really cool Yay I'm going right. Okay I gotta check them out after the show I'm sorry cause now y'all are gonna get me caught up In this stuff <laughs> Um <laughs> Okay Um okay let's move on before I start Fangirling and y'all just totally losing your okay. <laughs> Um Too late What's, what's next, what's next? You about to say something Darius
2: Well, I was going to actually think, I was actually going to suggest that I think the Raw Tag Team Championships are going to be up on the line at SummerSlam, but against two unlikely opponents, by the way, it happened on Monday Night Raw, what we might be hinting at. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose have been... On and off as of late, Dean is still 100% not convinced he could ever trust Seth again. Seth still trying to atone for his sins, but Dean is like, nope, that ain't happening. Seth got called out by Cesaro and Sheamus. Seth faced Sheamus in the ring, got the victory, but then Seth got beat down by Sheamus and Cesaro, only to be saved by Dean Ambrose, who unfortunately himself got beat down by. Cesaro and Sheamus. Does this mean that Dean and Seth could possibly put aside their differences long enough to challenge Cesaro and Sheamus for the tag team championship?
4: Oh, my thing. I just, I guess I'm still like kind of burnt like Dean is in regards to Seth. Because it's just like, you, you 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 turn your back on Dean and Roman, hooked up with the authority, and the authority kicked you to this curb. Now you're pretty much just fighting on your own. So now you, so the only thing you can do is go back to where you, go back, quote, unquote, home. But, you know, home kind of don't want you. So now you got to kiss their ass so they can let you, let, so they can open the door for you it seems like like it's not so much that he's like sorry for what he did he probably is in some kind of way but it just seems like he wants to get on a good graces so he can have somebody watch his back until the next good thing come along and then you know kick him to the curb again that's how i feel about it but hey do you All right, Beth, how about you? Do you think you could foresee
2: Seth and Dean tagging up to try to get the tag team championship?
3: It's a possibility. I'm just not quite sure how I feel about it, considering, you know, I mean, the Shields had their time.
4: Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm like, you know, it's just, it's like they waited what, three years or whatever to get a sheer reunion and it seems like it's and it sounds and it seems like it's so forced. They're just now they're just doing it for nostalgic value. And it's coming off really hokey.
5: I know, because I mean I mean, I
4: believe, I mean like Seth says a face does not work for me. I can't get over- uh, it just doesn't he is like he's just got asshole written all over him, and now he's trying to force him as a face mm. yeah, I'm still not i mean
2: I'm still not finding this atonement to be really worth the effort i mean my the thing about it is is that if this match does wind up happening, the crowd. They'll get behind it, yeah, but you know at some point during the matchup they're gonna be like, We want Roman.
0: or Roman. they did it.
2: Because it's like that's it. what they think is gonna happen. But it's not. It won't happen. And at this point it shouldn't happen.
4: But apparently it I mean, seems to be the direction. Did did you guys see um um bring it to the table? Um, on the network with, uh, Corey Graves, JBL, and, um, what's that dude's name? I haven't
0: really Tina had a Oldenburg. chance to watch.
4: I haven't
2: really had a chance to watch you yet, but that's only because I don't really like JBL's commentary sometimes,
4: but what was said? Okay, you know, besides the fact that JBL can be a, you know, what sometimes, he brought up some pretty good points, but when, um... Uh, just like we were talking about, what's the purpose of bringing up the shield? And then they said, um, also, I even like, what? Okay, what was the, if you put Dean and Seth together? Will you put Roman? And does Roman need the shield? And he says no, which I agree. Roman doesn't need the shield. I mean, if Dean and Seth want to work out their differences, cool. But there's not going to be a two shield reunion without all uh, three. And I think at this point, Roman. Doesn't need it. He doesn't need it to be there anymore. I mean, they pretty much put him on a whole nother level. And I just think they did some poor planning when it came to Dean and Seth. So, to be perfectly honest. They they had Seth up to a point, but then when they started doing this whole redemption thing, it just went really crappy. And I don't know what the hell they were doing with Dean. I mean... Man, they had him going for a while on SmackDown and then what was the whole point of putting him on Raw and then dragging Miz over to Raw and then he's going to drag out this whole Miz and Dean um storyline that really didn't go anywhere. So And um what else there? Yeah. So they talked about that, but since we're on this subject, I'm just thinking. I don't know. I mean, I kind of like. Okay, what are they gonna plan on after the fact? Because it seems like they all they're doing is building up. Somebody brought this up on Tumblr, and I kind of agree with them. It seems like they're just building it up to a point, and the only goal at the end is to get the tag title, and they haven't put, and they haven't put anything in plan. After the fact. So, let's say they get the tag titles. Then what? Who are they going to face? Seamus and Cesaro? The um, the, the the club, which, to be perfectly honest, they didn't really do much with the club since they put AJ over on SmackDown. What else tag team they got over there? They broke up Enzo and Cass, and then you got the Hardys. But, I mean... How many t- I mean, they don't uh, have. Is there another tag team on SmackDown? Oh, the Revival. No, on Raw, yeah, the Revival. So they're going to go against the Revival. But right now, the Hardys and Revival are going against each other. So I don't know what they're going to do after that. Well, it brings up the rumor
2: with the fact that, after, according to WrestlingNewsSource.com, that after SummerSlam, we're going to have another superstar shakeup. This could mean either trade offs oh, between shows. Or new talent being brought up to NXT from NXT, or both.
4: Can they hold off on on the, on, the, on the shake up until after November? I mean, I, it would suck. I buy tickets to Raw, and one of my super <laughs> favorite superstars gets traded to SmackDown, and then I'm like, I gotta wait till 2018 to see him. I'm like, the fuck, really? <laughs>
2: Yep, we know that we know that feeling all too well. So that's something to look at. So,
5: uh,
2: well, the other thing that happened on Raw of note that was very interesting, and that is, of course, the taste of what's going to happen between the Eater of Worlds and the Demon King. As one person oh, that said was it so on, cool. as one person said on Tumblr, Finn Balor finally figured out how to teleport. <laughs> eh. <laughs> As Bray Wyatt collapsed, um, we heard the familiar heartbeat. We heard see the lights. We saw the lights go out. Bray Wyatt looked to wait to see if Finn was coming out, only to discover that Finn was already in the ring, standing behind him.
4: And then he tried and to with, go attack to Finn, and Finn tried and Finn kicked him in the face, didn't it?
2: Yep. Oh, God, what do you call that? Not the—is it called a Pele kick or is it called the overhead kick? What's that kick called? But
0: mm. well, you know the All kick know. I'm talking about, so yeah. Yeah. So mm. I think it's
2: pretty much a guarantee that we will be seeing the Demon King at SummerSlam against the Eater of Worlds, and both their entrances are definitely going to be one for the books.
5: <laughs> uh,
2: but a bit of sad news coming out of this past Monday Night on Raw. Bailey is being reported to have injured her shoulder during the matchup she had against Nia this past week. WWE released video of her getting her shoulder taped up and iced and stating that she did, in fact, get a shoulder injury, which is, of course, not good news because Bailey is, of course, the number one contender to face Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship at SummerSlam.
4: From what I heard you no, know, from what I heard it was like Bailey um you know boxed her own move and that's what I heard. She I guess she didn't rotate um all the way or she didn't position or something happened and misjudged the move and she that's how the injury happened.
2: All right. Well, the WWE posted this statement stating that the former Raw Women's Champion was evaluated by medical personnel, but the official diagnosis was inconclusive due to the amount of swelling involved. Bailey has been told to rest the shoulder until next week, at which point doctors are hopeful that the swelling well has sufficiently gone down so that she may be reevaluated and a firm verdict can be reached. So, there'll be more details as they're made available. Um, but let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best for Bailey. Um, like I said, she has a match coming up at SummerSlam for the Women's Championship. So, the last thing we want to do is put that in jeopardy. All right. SmackDown Live was not without its controversies this week.
4: Oh, God.
2: We had our opening contest. The United States Championship was on the line as Kevin Owens lost to AJ Styles. However, that ending was a bit chaotic as AJ had rolled. uh, Kevin had gone to punch AJ, but AJ ducked. He wound up getting the referee in the eye. AJ rolled him up for a pinfall. However, yes, you could clearly see, we all saw the video. His shoulder was really, was way up off the mat there. But the referee didn't see it. Counted the three count anyway, awarding the match to AJ. And to say that Kevin Owens was pissed is like saying the Atlantic Ocean was damp. (laughs)
4: <laughs> isn't it kinda of like isn't it kinda of like you remember it was a con it was it was kinda of like a, a controversy with the ending with um AJ winning it. So isn't it kinda of like they continuing the whole controversy with A J retaining it?
2: Well, it seems that way because after the match was over the um General manager, the general manager and the commissioner of, Raw, of SmackDown, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, respectively, were talking to the referee, pretty much telling him how he made a really bad decision. And, you know, he should have called for a second referee, but all that was for naught as Kevin Owens came roaring to the back, screaming at the top of his lungs, demanding satisfaction and justice over the fact that he did get screwed out of his title matchup. They agreed to it. They agreed to a rematch at SummerSlam for the title. However, Kevin Owens insisted that he needs to have a special referee, a referee that will do his job, a referee that doesn't get knocked down when the wind blows, and Daniel Bryan had the right referee in mind. Shane McMahon.
4: Shane Shane had to go like, what? Uh, Okay, okay. But you know what? I got a question about that. Okay, since yeah. since, since referee's decisions are supposed to be final, let me bring some people back to remember when Triple H had lost his title? I don't know if it was to Jericho it was to Jericho. And he pretty much forced Earl Hebner to reverse his decision. Oh yeah, that was a long time ago. I know. I I remember that. I was just thinking when they every time they say the referee's decision is final, I always think about that and go, "But you said," you know. I just had to put that trivia out there. But anyway, since I guess they're following that rule, the the referee's decision is final. So we could say the see the referee watch that move, watch that decision. So now so basically we have Okay, okay. Basically we have uh, A J versus K O with Sham McMahon as a guest referee. Well at least he's gonna be jumping off stuff, so, so I guess that's a bonus. Well, I have to
2: admit, I was kind of a little disappointed because I thought we were going to get the matchup between Kevin Owens and Shane at SummerSlam. But, you know, I mean, I can go with this. I mean, let's face it. Whenever we have a special guest referee, things don't always go as smoothly. Mm, So there's still the guarantee that we don't know what will happen next. All right, another moment we had that was kind of a bit of a... Head scratcher slash weird moment was, of course, um, Fashion Peaks, the um, the newest episode of the Fashion Files this week. This time, taking a page out of David Lynch's book and having a Twin Peaks feel to it. Okay, did anyone? Okay. Did anyone here ever watch the TV show Twin Peaks when it first came out? I was a bit young. Alright, how about subsequent rebounds as you got older? Did anyone ever watch the show?
4: Nope. I mean, I, I would like see it in person, but not enough to remember that much about it.
2: All right. um, well, From what I understand it Apparently it's this surreal Cop drama about an FBI agent Who comes to town to, to, to try to find out Who murdered Laura Palmer That was like the big question And the show didn't, The show was known to be Very surreal Very artistic And Just very strange to follow But it had quite a cult following To the point where they made a movie out of it and it's being remade and being aired on Showtime. Well, Tyler Breeze had his own little investigation because Fandango is still missing. But I, it's, I don't know how to describe how that thing went down. Does anyone have any? Does anyone have any way of describing what happened? Because all I can think about is. Um, Victor pouring syrup on a log. What is, I don't get that, that I didn't get, I'm like, what the? I mean, they had Fandango dressed up in his normal attire, and then Connor gave him a rose, which the thorn pricked his finger. But then Fandango was trying to say something, but he was talking backwards. So I couldn't understand what he was saying, but did anyone understand what was going on? I mean, it was hilarious. I mean, it pretty much got a standing ovation from the audience at home, but it was still one of those things where it was like, huh?
0: (laughs) What (laughs) What? is he doing?
2: Exactly. pretty much at the end of the whole thing. Tyler Breeze says he knows who kidnapped Fandango, so probably next week on SmackDown we'll finally get the answers we're going to get to see whether or not who kidnapped Fandango and who has been tormenting the fashion police, Breezango, for the longest time. But please, dear Lord, let it last at least one more week so I can experience the fashion files at SmackDown for myself.
0: Um
2: Although, I don't know what show they can parody next. They've already done Miami Vice. They've already done X-Files. They've already done Law and Order. They've already done Film Noir. Do they? Is NCAA. there any other? Yeah. NCIS. Is there any other and, yeah. there a, on? All right. Got two more right there that they can do. Does anyone else get any idea of what other TV show they can parody next?
4: Um <laughs> uh, did they're did somebody already say, um let see. N C I S Well
2: best said N C I best N C I S and Criminal Minds. They already do SVU. they already did
4: S V U um Right.
2: Dude, I don't heels. know. I don't know, but it's like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. we its gonna be funny to see what they have for this. But so like I said, let me have one more week so I can experience the fashion files for myself. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm. And then we head to our main event. The main event was Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena. The winner would face Ginger Mahal for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And I gotta say. Watch okay, I gotta say, watching this matchup, I was pleasantly surprised of how much of a nail biter it really was. I mean, if you guys saw the matchup, what did you think? It was good.
4: Yeah, it really it was good. I mean,
0: yeah. you
4: know, you had a right amount, Cena, a, a whole heck of a lot of Sinskey. Being a Shinsuke, <laughs> And
1: Cena like what
4: is going on, and Cena like what's going on, but he turned and he said, he looked at Cena and pretty much like, I can see you. I was like,
5: yeah.
4: Um, but those hands though, those oh my pins god, yeah, it me nervous. It was like, okay, you know, no, it was like, now a second, it's not a second,
2: okay. I know, man. I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, I mean, every time John Cena went for a pin, I was like, no, 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 no. Because, honestly, as much as I respect and care about John Cena, I wanted Shinsuke to win because it was like he, like he, yeah, it's Shinsuke Nakamura's turn to be in the main event. And it was just so nail-biting to see everything that was going on. When I saw the two attitude adjustments, it was like, no, 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 no. But Shinsuke was able to fight out of it. Got John Cena with the Kinshasa. I'm always having a hard time pronouncing that. Got the 3 counts, well,
3: but With all due respect, we now have at SummerSlam our field champion who is trying to get over by being anti American facing a Japanese man whose English isn't
2: tobacco. <laughs> Well, it definitely puts the world in world title. So, I mean, I think it's pretty cool and all. But the one thing people are talking about that kind of that's kind of putting a little blemish on this whole deal was the last 30 seconds of the matchup in which Shinsuke went to suplex John Cena, and apparently it looked like John, his head went in the opposite direction.
4: Oh, yeah, I saw it.
2: Yeah, it looked pretty bad, and John Cena was kind of touching his neck afterwards and stuff, but the one thing I did notice that I actually thought was pretty cool, it took me a couple of watching the videos to see it, but Shinsuke stood up, went up to John, and you could see him saying, I'm sorry, to which John Cena was like, like, it's cool. But of course, when stuff like that happens, people have stuff to say, and I'm sure JC, you've seen your fair share
4: of it. What has oh. said? Man, I've seen people come after Susuke because one, they're like, he needs to learn how to speak English, and I'm like, he can speak it fine. I can understand him. It's you that's got an issue, or how come? Or what's the other one I saw? He's unsafe. I'm like, you do understand he's the king of strong style, right? Where he wrestles, yes. right? Um, but for the most part, I just been seeing people being uber douchey about Sinsuke's uh being, you know, uh, uh talking ability. Which I'm I am kind I'm kinda upset with that. It's like y'all, y'all y'all be over the moon nearly walking like like so happy that these people come over here or they're signed with the WWE and then you come and then they do the same thing with Oscar. And then the first thing you do, you wanna nitpick at how they talk. Like really? You nitpick at gender because he's not American. And the sad part about it is he's saying some stuff that's absolute that's that's pretty much kinda true. So it's like oh wrestling fans can be just evil sometimes. I mean really just evil. And well, I'm saying he's yeah, not noticing fans. that. No, I'm mm. yeah. I think and, it comes
2: out in spades more during certain times than anything else. And Kevin Owens even had a little something to say Because I know I saw on my timeline a lot of people being heavily critical over the bump that John Cena took. And Kevin Owens commented, those freaking out over John Cena's rough landing must have missed the fact that he was revealed to be an actual Transformer the day before. This, of course, in reference to John Cena being announced for the Bumblebee spinoff that they're going to have with the Transformer series. But, yeah, I mean, as we all know, wrestling is a tough sport. As it's always been said, it's not ballet, you know? Accidents are going to happen. And by the way, it look, John Cena was walking just fine. It was probably be a little stinger. And even he told Shinsuke not to worry about it.
4: And, and you know, while we're on that subject, going back over to Raw, which, you know, what happened with Bailey. I mean, you know, there was a whole bunch of people that were going after um, Nia for it. And I'm thinking... Look, man, it's not like it was intentionally to ha- it was that you know it was intentional they go into this they go into this knowing that injuries are gonna happen. I mean, we don't want them to happen, but they're gonna happen so causing so you know unless you got concrete proof that that person legit was gonna go out there to hurt that person, it's just kind of stupid to go to a witch hunt. Cause I mean, you are gonna be doing that every time somebody wrestles. I mean, they did it to they did it to Seth, uh, they did it to Samoa Joe, um, uh, you know, they tried it, they did it, to, they did it to Braun, they did it to Roman. I mean, it's like you guys gonna have to. I mean, it's like, are you gonna do that for every wrestling wrestling match that comes out there when somebody gets hurt? Uh, I hope
2: not, because then it will just be redundant. Because like I said, wrestling is dangerous. Things like that can happen. People get injured. People get hurt. I mean, whether the injury be something as small as getting knocked in the mouth and having a tooth fall out or something as big as a stinger, like John Cena suffered last night, or maybe even bigger, like a severe injury. But this is what happens when you get into wrestling. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. See, things like this, I'll find a way of happening. So we're just thankful nothing did happen, and John Cena's walking around just fine, and he hasn't stated anything about being injured. So I think, I mean, he should be lucky that it happened the way it did. But then after the matchup, this is something that wasn't seen on TV. It was network exclusive only, also on YouTube. As Nakamura was celebrating his victory over John Cena, Baron Corbin, Mr. Money in the Bank, came out and attacked Nakamura, which caused John Cena to come back and help out Nakamura, beating down Baron Corbin. And Cena put Corbin through a table, once again also giving his props to Nakamura for his victory. So basically Baron's out there saying that even though Nakamura won, he's still Mr. Money in the Bank.
4: Is it sad? Is it? Am I being wrong to say that Carmel is more of a credible threat to Naomi than Baron is to whoever's holding the title? Really? <laughs> Explain. Am I? I don't know. It just seems like ever since he got the ti it's like ever since he got the the briefcase, it's like. He'll go out there, he'll fight, but, like, every almost every match he's had, he's always on the losing end. I mean, I'm a, I'm not expecting him to win every match, but it just seems like he's getting punked out every single time. Yeah, literally, all intents and purposes, got punked out by <laughs> Cena. Um, I mean... I mean, if you're gonna carry a, t- if you're gonna carry a money in the bank briefcase, I want you to act like you, you know, I want you to be that dangerous threat looming in the background. Let them know that you can. I don't care who has the title, I still have, I still have this, and I'm gonna cash it in on you at some point. I want you to be, a, I want you to be that nightmare, okay? I want you to be a scary motherfucker. I mean. Carmella, come on, man. Carmella is a more credible threat to Naomi or whoever's going to have that title after after SummerSlam than Baron is to whoever's going to have that WWE title.
2: Beth, do you agree with JC's ponderings? Yeah. I think I do. Well, we're going to make it a trifecta because you're right. I mean, Baron, the only thing he's really done is just attack Nakamura. That was it. I haven't even seen him try anything with Jinder Mahal to show him the fact that he is the Money in the Bank champion. But yet, Marcella, she's right up there, two inches away from Naomi, everywhere she goes. You know, she's like that fly that circles around you. It just won't go away. She's there.
4: You know? I mean, why? I, I mean, not, why is Baron not taking it to gender? Come on. Well,
2: we should know, too, it should be noted that I think within the next week or so, James Ellsworth's 30 days will be up. So he will be coming back. And we all know. That's Carmelo's insurance
4: policy right there. If Becky don't get to him first, from what, what I'm saying, Becky's been wanting... She's been itching to get that dude. Yeah, but speaking of Becky, Becky's having her own issues right now
2: with a UFC fighter. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Um, Okay. I know the name of the fighter is Chris Cyborg. That's her name. Let me find out here.
4: Something about the two of them. Uh, yeah. I mean oh, yeah. Um the Twitter few Twitter fume. UFC fighter Chris Cyborg challenges Vicky Lynch. Well, I guess Chris Cyborg
2: is of Irish, of Irish descent as well. And the two of them have kind of had, oh no wait, no she's not. No she's not. She's um She's Bra- uh Brazilian. But apparently she and Becky have had kind of a bit of a witty repartee on Twitter.
4: Oh, uh, Christy uh... Anacinho, who goes by the green name Chris Cyborg, a mixed martial arts fighter competing in Ultimate Fighting Champion UFC. She's from Brazil, and he gave her like all her accolades, and she's like, "Whoa, damn!" Well,
2: apparently <laughs> Chris Cyborg, said. apparently Chris Cyborg said, uh, "Let's see, we've got." But amongst the McGregor-Merryweather deal that's coming up right now, um, they have been trading the shots online in which Cyborg said, let's make a deal. If I win tonight in Cali and you win tonight in Detroit, you agree to sign the SummerSlam contract. Don't be scared. And because Becky, I guess, was watching her at UFC. Well, apparently... Um, Cyborg did win and Becky won as well, so now it seems like they're leaning towards a possible matchup between the two of them. But is that something is that something that should be done or no? Because personally, I would rather see Becky Lynch finally kick James Ellsworth's ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, nothing against Chris Cyborg. She's a powerful fighter in her own right, but I don't know if I really want to see Becky Lynch wrestling a UFC fighter. Does anyone else feel the same way, or, I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole matter?
4: Oh,
5: yeah.
4: uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I can see it being a potential fight in the future, but yeah, I guess I'm more interested in uh, Becky getting her hands on Ellsworth and, and, and beating him to the brakes come off. Yeah. All right,
2: Beth, how about you?
3: At the end of the day, WWE is going to book what WWE wants. Obviously,
0: if they're having,
3: if they're going to the point where they're having them do this on Twitter, going back and forth, and actually tweeting people like Triple H and stuff into it and everything to make it Go, they're building the story. They're doing their job. And, you know, I mean, it's regardless of what we think or what we want, if WWE wants it, it's going to happen. Personally, I could care less because, no offense, I'm bored by Becky. And quite honestly, I don't care if she gets her hands on Elzler or not because I'm bored by him. Personally, as far as I'm concerned, both of them, to me, are irrelevant, and Ellsworth, for sure, on the roster at all. Hopefully his contract is soon coming to an end, and he'll be back on the independence, back into obscurity like he was.
2: right. well... That's all right. Well, let's wait and see what happens. I mean, that's is right. They probably will be leaning towards this. But, like I said, quite personally, I would rather see Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth. So, unless, of course, you know, James Ellsworth does something else to screw up and get suspended again. So, let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. So, so far for SummerSlam, let's see what we got for matches here. Of course, our prediction show isn't going to be for another couple of weeks. Well, let's just see what we got lined up so far. All right, we've got just announced Randy Orton will face Rusev at SummerSlam. Akira Tozawa won last night on 205 Live, becoming the number one contender for the Cruiserweight Championship. Once again, facing Neville for the title. Shinsuke Nakamura won the opportunity, so it will be Shinsuke Nakamura versus um, the modern-day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, for the championship. We have the United States Championship on the line as AJ Styles defends against Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as the special guest referee. Universal Championships on the line in a fatal four way. And both women's matches are set up. We have Naomi versus Natalia. And, well, it's the question mark right now, but I'm pretty sure it'll happen. We have Alexa Bliss defending against Bailey. So, those are the matches we have right now. And, of course, the night before that, we have NXT TakeOver coming up. Exciting about that. Matter of fact, tonight on NXT, we had a little preview of what's going to happen at TakeOver as Ember Moon faces Asuka for the Women's Championship. Asuka decides to get up in Ember Moon's face, which led to a pretty vicious brawl between the two of them, ending with Moon. Giving Asuka the Eclipse. Now, do you think this is it? Do you think Ember Moon will be the one to dethrone the Empress of Tomorrow, or do you think the Eclipse will pass and Asuka will retain? I think. It,
4: I think. I. I think it, Ember's going. Um. Be, I think Ember's going to be the one to to dethrone Oscar. 'Cause if the rumors are true, Oscar may be moving up to the main roster. All right, Beth, how about she
3: two? wouldn't be
2: Would you the
1: like
3: first to see? move up with a, she wouldn't be the first to move up with an NXT
4: title. Yeah. That's I mean Paige well. did I mean, did Paige do it? Or am I wrong? No, she did, but she had to give up the women's uh
2: the, the NXT championship like a week later.
0: <laughs> All right,
2: okay.
4: So you're right about but that. Flash came so. up with
3: an NXT title. Always came up with an NXT title.
4: Oh yeah, that's true. So He's that's right. It that
3: possibility.
2: So it's definitely something worth looking into. I know NXT takeovers shaping up to be a very good card there. And as we all know, sometimes NXT takeover can be quite the show sometimes better than some Other times just as equal. Other times maybe not as much. We always have that if or and, So all right. Anything else to be brought up this week? We got a few minutes left. This While we're is, thinking,
4: um,
2: let's let's take a quick station identification.
1: This is Father Eva. And it would be a sin not to listen to the Squared Circle Cafe. And I will be praying for you as you listen. Et orare provobis in tenebris, dinomene Patre et fili et spiritu sancti. Amen.
5: Thank you, for I-
4: Evil. I creeped my coworker <laughs> out with that
2: video clip. So, with that clip, so
4: <laughs> oh 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 oh, has anybody seen the latest? Uh, uh, heard the latest uh, episode of Talk of Jericho? Nia Jack was on there. She had some very really oh, interesting really? things how, to say. Yeah, how was it? I didn't get to listen to all of it, but she talked about. Um, she talked about. Um, her time, she talked, you know, pretty much talked about, you know, her relationship to you know, they talked about of course the relationship to The Rock Um, they talked about her time in NXT, talked about her time when she was a plus size model talked about the time when she found out that she was going to the main roster, which basically you know, the, the, the picture they had of her looking really shocked, that was legit, yeah. she just found that that was the one, That was the first time she even heard about it. I mean, she said she heard rumors, but she's like, yeah, whatever. She had heard originally she was going to be traded over to SmackDown. So, her shock and all, she was actually traded to Raw. Um, they were talking about... Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, they were talking about... At one point, they were talking about, uh, have you ever been around a, a, a drunk Samoan or something? And then uh, Jericho was like, yeah, all of them. Then he brought up he said, Roma is more like a he said Roman's more like a chill drunk. I was like, oh God. I can just imagine that one. Uh, so he was, they were talking about they were talking about when he, somebody went out and they had some drinks or something. And they were talking and they and it kinda came up like that and that some people can handle their liquor and some people is like once you see that look you gotta run. <laughs> so but anyhow I didn't finish listening to it because I, uh, I was at work and it was time to go, so I had to come back home. So I'm <laughs> Daisy, gonna what's this to video the on end. your
2: Tumblr page of Bray Wyatt?
4: Oh, I don't know. I can't, li- you I I can't it. hear it because I, I know for me to look at it later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm definitely going to look. look at it.
2: All right, on so that note, well, I want to thank you. both of you for being on the show today. It's fun, as always. Our next episode will be next Wednesday, um, same time. Let's see if we can work on getting someone else on the show here. Beth, thank you so much for inviting King Leon onto the show. That was one of our wilder and wackier interviews that we've had in a long time. And I can't wait to tell him that in person. And next time you see him in person, tell him thank you, although he probably already knows that.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and don't on worry. one
3: quick note before we, go, before we say goodbye Just remember guys If you want to look as cool as we do Go to ProWrestlingTees.com Look up Squared Circle Cafe And you can purchase either Our original logo t-shirt Or our special roadside sign T-shirt Both designed by our own JC For only nineteen ninety nine, 99 Obviously extended sizes a little more other types of shirts for it, a little bit more. But support your favorite podcast and buy our stuff. Yes. Thank you
2: so much. Good night, girls.
4: Later. Later.
2: Follow us on Twitter at SCC Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Email us, SquaredCincleCafe at gmail.com, at Bessie Page at HardyCat1027. And hell, if you want to follow me, at that Tick. We're at
5: Cafe for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.